Before we get into this week's episode, I, Rosemary, just wanted to give you a little heads up that I'm currently working on a book that I'm having published with Unbound. It's a crowdfunding platform that essentially asks people who are interested in reading the book to pledge to support it ahead of its publication. So you can go on to unbound.com and search Rosemary McCabe or the book which is called This Is Not About You and you can pledge to support it ahead of publication from £10 for an ebook up to, I think, £3,000 or something if you want me to come and speak at your event. So, I mean, listen. Who am I to stop you? If you have three grand, feel free. But anyway, I would really, really appreciate your support and the book will hopefully be out on or before Valentine's Day 2022. Thank you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Without My Sister, presented by me, Rosemary McCabe, and me, Beatrice McCabe, but mostly me. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about, in honour of moi and my birthday, mon anniversaire, we're going to be talking about birthdays and birthday parties and all the great memories we have from them that do not involve me stabbing anyone in the leg with a puffer fish. So we've already talked about that. That's nice. So what age are you going to be, 38? Oh, I'm going to be 36. And you the other day said something about me being <laughs> 37. I thought and you I were. Like, I you thought you were. About you're Claire very McCabe? immature. You're doing a lot of knitting, which is fine. It's very trendy. But like, you're very settled in your ways and I just thought I did Aww. think you know it's been it's been a long year it's been a long pandemic year I know what year you were born I just didn't do the maths I do I, I have actually been feeling very middle-aged the other day I was sitting I think Brandon had gone to pick up the boys and I was sitting on the couch knitting and I just made myself a cup of tea and the dog was sitting next to me and Brandon and the boys came home and I was like had had my bad foot up on the poof and was knitting away and I was like this isn't a sexy scene that he's coming home to this isn't sexy well, I mean, honestly, well, he's into crafts, so maybe he does find it very attractive. Have you watched that Lana Condor movie on Netflix, All the Boys I've Ever Loved? Have I, Beatrice? <laughs> <laughs> of course I have. Does it star, like, teenagers having some kind of dramatic <laughs> rom-com? Of course I've watched it, and I've watched the next one. Well... <laughs> oh, I haven't watched the next one, and I heard the next one is coming out soon. So the it's next like, I better, one's coming out, I know, and I can't wait. I better I'm, catch up on this. Got but... in my diary. <laughs> Have I watched? Well, I like? watched it last year. I was like, well, I suppose I'll give this a go. It's a rom com. Anyway, halfway through, I'm literally like, oh my god, I should be a teenager. I'm like, this Noah Centino guy is so attractive. So I text one of the girls in the office, and I'm like. Have you watched this movie? She's like, oh yeah, I loved it. I go, oh my God, I have such a crush on crush on your man. And then I go, crush. So, yeah, I know. Well, it, wasn't, it was hideous. So then I Google him. I'm busy Googling him. And I'm like, I think he's 19, 19 right? So I'm like, I was, but I did say in my defense, I was only 41 at the time. But I'm like, oh <laughs> my God, hideous flashback. Did you remember we were living in Brooklyn and we went to see the Twilight movies and there were all these <gasps> women in their 40s. I mean, they're actually probably only oh in their 30s. Oh my God, Yes. And they had those signs like Team Jacob, Team Sparkleface, whatever his name and is. And T-shirts, Edward. <laughs> yeah, and we were just <laughs> horrified. Remember, we were so judgmental. My hands have gone all sweaty talking about this. Do you remember we were like, who are these creepy losers? And now I'm like literally Googling your man Noah, following him on Instagram. Like, this is I was just about to say I follow him on Instagram. <laughs> 
my god, he's gorgeous. He's gorgeous. It's gorgeous not, thing. Oh, gross. But anyway, I realized I could entirely be his mom if I lived in Fort Wayne, which I do. If I was brought up in Fort Wayne, I could be his mom and almost his granny. Actually, hideous. Like, absolutely terrifying thought. Not about the age, but more like just, ugh, gross. Fancying little teenage boys who are really good actors in great movies. Okay. Creepy. <laughs> That is not a quote I will be cutting out and creating a clip from. <laughs> he's also not that little and he's 19. So he's an adult man. He might be 20 just by be now. Clear. Let's hope he's 20. I think he's probably 21. Oh, good news. Good news. Yeah, yeah. Listen, don't good worry. News. Anyway, back to birthdays. I'm not really sure how, um, how we got to that. Oh, this is what I want to know. On your 21st birthday... Did you have 21 kisses? You had you this, we had this conversation before in a different podcast. Did we? Yeah, because you Did mentioned we? how Claire gave you yours. Oh, and it may have been the beginning oh. of a downward spiral in her life for her. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> I am nobody's bad oh. omen. That's very bitchy. I don't know. I just find it incredibly boring. Oh, I was go- this is what I was going to say. Was that so I got after we mentioned my so-called life in our, was it the female protagonist episode? Yes, yeah, yeah. Very good friend of mine, Linda, with whom I lived in Kilkenny, who got it mentioned before, has de- and has actually messaged me a few times. How come you've never mentioned any of the ridiculous things we did together? How you embarrassed yourself in front of me? I was like, because they're actually really embarrassing. But anyway, she texted me and she goes, she goes, oh, I can't believe you were talking about my so-called life. I loved it so much. It was like such a seminal moment in my life. She goes, I rewatched it recently. They were all so annoying and I actually identified with the parents. <laughs> so depressing <laughs> well I'm not that mature because I still like teenage rom-coms that's what I was that was my point I still like all the teen rom-coms Linda so I'm sorry that you got so sensible but I'm not with you that's actually true and like mm-hmm. I never watch these things and identify with the parents did you watch um, Dumpling on, on Netflix no that was uh, I think it was, was it produced by Dolly Parton there's a Dolly Parton link somewhere it's about this girl who's basically who's fat basically and she wants to she want to compete in a beauty pageant or something? I can't. I mean, yeah, Jennifer listen, Aniston, so right? Many of these. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston's her mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And has really bad fringe. But uh, yeah, I never watch these things and think I could be Jennifer Aniston. I'm literally watching it going, I could be Dumpling. Oh, yeah. She's 16. <laughs> I'm a million percent like I'm, I'm Dumpling. I'm not Jennifer Aniston. She's got a rock hard bod and works out in the gym the whole time. I am definitely Dumpling. I, I get that. It's not your point. I recognize that wasn't your point. <laughs> speaking of speaking of rock hard bods and I know this isn't about birthdays at all we've now gone terribly this is like red herring number 16 what do you think about JLo and her assertion that she hasn't had Botox she's just really kind to other women did you read this? Rosemary I don't judge women I don't judge women if JLo wants to tell blatant fibs about her Botox <laughs> that's up to her do you know what? Maybe she doesn't. Like, maybe actually, you know what? She didn't say I haven't had a facelift I haven't had my skin threaded she just said I haven't had Botox no, she said I haven't had any cosmetic procedures. Well, you know what? Like the, all those things that we saw Eva Mendes doing with like the needle through her skin, like a crochet hook, is allegedly not a cosmetic procedure. So it depends what you're. Oh my god! Was, I have right? to send you. I have to send you, and I'll share it in the show notes. There's this Russian doctor that I found on Instagram who does basically threading and fillers, and does these like literally somebody comes in looking like somebody's like dumpy Aunt Berta. You know, who How like nobody dare I mean, you pick a name so similar to mine. <laughs> oh sorry. It looks like <laughs> looks like like the aunt you'd see tilling the field in a photo from nineteen twenties Moscow, right? This is what she and she leaves looking like Gigi Hadid. 
this I mean the transformation. Is this a real doctor? Like do you have his bizarre. number? Yes. He's, he's I'm, just, I'm way he's too afraid Russia. of pain. She, I, I could go to Russia. I think it's a woman. I could go to Russia. I'm I could go to Russia. I have but I'm an afraid excellent pain, so Russian accent, as we already disco- discovered through uh, Jennifer Lawrence and her sparrow. Remember? We had that, that whole conversation. more German than Russian. Excuse me. I was That's getting, there. I was getting, I was getting geared up. Anyway. Anyway, back anyway, to Anyway, the line is, yeah. you sent me to whore school. That's the line. I wasn't going to say that again because this is about birthdays and that seems inappropriate. I mean, you can have a birthday at a whore school, I suppose. Even whores have How birthdays. How do you feel about your birthday? Do you like, like, do you like to celebrate your birthday and do something for it or do you care? I mean, I'm pretty like, I mean, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm 42 now, so like, who cares? I mean, it's just... Of course I care. It's a day about me. And I absolutely <laughs> care. And it's my birthday week, just so you know. <laughs> what about you? Do you care? Oh, I don't approve of birthday weeks. Oh, well, it's my birthday week. You'll approve oh, of birthday well, weeks when you then, have four because kids. Tomorrow it's going to be my birthday yeah, week. You'll, you'll care when you have four kids and you're like, nobody looks at you sideways, even when you're talking to them on repeat, like loudly. Even when you're screaming in their face, they do not listen to you. So the fact that it's my birthday week means nothing. But like, does that make them listen to you? No, oh, yeah, but no. at least the attention is on me. And every now and then somebody will say, oh, it's mom's birthday week. Be nice to her. Right. Who would say that? Don. None of your children. Don, yeah, okay. Don says That's it. like none of your children are going to say that. <laughs> no, they're like, oh. It's mom's birthday go, oh. week. Be nice yeah, to her. Yeah, they basically are like, can we have some of her cake? That's what they would say. Yeah, or basically like, oh, it's mom's birthday. Mom, when's my birthday? How many days to my birthday? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of hate. I don't know. Do I like birthdays? I love birthday parties. I like having parties. Like your your own or other people's? Both. I love parties. Oh. I love a good party. Oh, you do love a party. Mm-hmm. I love a party much more. I love I also a birthday love... brunch. Oh. Yeah. I know. It's all very civil. I like when it gets a bit debauched. I just like parties. Best one. We were talking about it the other day. I was doing that personality test. 16 personalities yet again. And we were talking, my friend and I were talking about it. And I was like doing it for her because she, she got a result with which I disagreed. You'll be surprised to hear. And I said, let me do this for you. So I said, shocked. So it was like at a birthday party, I like to, at a party, I like to chat, you know, socialize, be the, you know, the biggest voice in the room, whatever. And I was like, well, I was like, well, you're not, you know, a wallflower, but you're not, you know, I was like, you're not like Cahill, our friend who was literally to be found pole dancing up and down the, um, <laughs> What was that pole in the middle of our apartment in Brooklyn? Like it was, it was like a heating pole in the middle of the room. And he was at one point found about four feet off the ground, just like rotating around it. Like amazing. It's very impressive. Very impressive. So I was like, she's not that. I'm not that. But I do enjoy somebody who can get that level of enjoyment of a party. Like that to me is a good party now. Somebody literally pole danced (laughs) on the pipe in the sitting room. Good job. (laughs) Right. Pipe is not a metaphor. That's, Actual a, that's pipe. a 10 out of 10 party. Yeah, exactly. 10 out of 10. So I used to have a Christmas party every year back when I was more sociable than I am now. Oh, no, I probably would still like to have a Christmas party, although now that I'm in Fort Wayne, I'd only know about three people. You actually know loads pandemic. of people and your house is tiny, so it would look packed in no time. Be brill. Oh, that's actually true. Mm-hmm. Anyway, when I lived in Dublin, I used to have a Christmas party. And so, OK, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to give somebody a fake name. Uh, so say so there was this subtle. really... There was this really gorgeous guy named Jim. Okay, got it. Jim, got who it. was who was dating my friend Laura, right? Not their real names. Okay, got it. And I have another friend, Laura, right, with whom I used to work. And the other Laura wasn't there, right? So I don't know why. So my other friend, say, let's call him Brian, arrived. 
And Brian is gay, right? And he walks in and the first thing he goes is, who is that about Jim? Very good looking Jim. And I went, oh, that's Laura's boyfriend, Jim. And he was like, Laura's boyfriend, Jim. And he happened to be really good friends with Laura, with whom I worked, who wasn't at the party. And somehow in his head, he got into his head that this was Laura's boyfriend, Jim, Laura, who he knew. That her boyfriend, Jim, was there without her. Absent I have no Laura. idea why this would happen. Yes, absent Laura's boyfriend, absent Jim. Laura. And a couple of weeks later, his friend, Laura, invited him over for lunch. And he told me he was in a state of like abject hyperactivity waiting to have an entire meal with Jim. Do you know what I mean? That he was like, oh, and I was just, I mean, I remember telling my friend, Lisa, it's like, I'm going over. Oh, oh yeah. And the other thing is Lisa knew Laura and her actual boyfriend who like is just very average. Right. So when, when he said to Lisa, oh, I'm going over. I can't wait to see her boyfriend. He is gorgeous. Lisa was like, you think? He was like, yeah, oh my God. He was, he was at a party, Rosemary. He is a so, so sexy. <laughs> and Lisa was like, okay. And he said, so he went over to Laura's house for lunch and her actual boyfriend, not named Jim, opened the door. And Brian said he was literally standing there waiting for like Jim to appear. That he was like, who's this? Is this the help? Like, and he was like, <laughs> oh, hi. Like, I'm here for lunch. <laughs> and he was so disappointed. That was the same party at which I served the Christmas turkey from the Christmas before. And did anybody die? What? No, it had been in the freezer. For, for 12 months? Yeah, it was grand. Don would have a stroke. He's obsessed with freezer burn. I know. I know. So would Brandon. Every second day, there's a whole load of stuff in the, in the bin that's been freezer burnt. Free, I've never, I literally never even heard the term freezer burn. And I also recognise that in our family, as our aunt recently got a kitchen makeover and had spices oh, yeah. from 30 years ago that she was unwilling to part with. I also recognise that maybe, again, what I think is normal in terms of like the longevity of food is not everybody else's perception. But this freezer burnt, like Donald take a perfectly good chicken breast out of the freezer, look at it and say things like freezer burnt. And I'm like, it's frozen. Mm-hmm. It's just frozen. Freezer burns, freezer yeah, burns around the edges. Here. I'm like, it's wrapped in plastic. How can you tell what it is? Plus you're a vegetarian. Only I will die. Don't worry about it. But, you're, but like, I don't think you even die if something is freezer burned. It might just make it taste a bit off. Oh, well, listen, I don't know. I'm not an expert. I don't think it's kill you. Well, anyway, hmm? so I said I'm not an expert anyway. So you had a party, a, a Christmas party, not a birthday cake that was a year old. No, a turkey. Even worse. But like, it was cooked? No, I think it had been in the freezer raw. I think what had happened was mom and dad had got a too big turkey for Christmas. They'd been given a turkey by the neighbours for Christmas. And so... They, they cut it in half, it was boned and rolled or something, and they put half in the freezer before they cooked it or something. I can't even remember. It was part of a turkey. It wasn't cooked because I remember cooking it in my house and then serving it up to my guests who were none the wiser. I and have were delighted. to say, my- you are not exactly promoting yourself as a, as a wonderful host here. You're like, it was 12 months old, didn't poison anyone, but like you fed it to the money. Everything else was new. Yeah, but you fed it them anyway, not knowing that it wouldn't poison them. So I'm a little bit nervous now about your next party. Tell I'm me about pretty sure. What's your favorite birthday food? Like if I'm making you a delicious birthday dinner, what is it? Oh, I would like, well, no, I don't want you to make it. I want mom to make it. I would like mom's lasagna. You can make the garlic bread because she always makes that a little bit crunchy. I am a better lasagna maker than mother. Oh my God. If this isn't now further proof that you need to be written out of the will... What was it last week you were saying mom has no patience with your kids and now uh, you're nope. saying you're a better no, lasagna no, no. maker than I just she is. said mother even thinks my lasagna is delicious. No, no, no. I said she has become slightly less patient as she's gotten more mature. <laughs> anyway, I would like, you know what I would like for starters? Do you remember you made last summer? Sorry, those, I, like, sorry, I'm not making anything now. 
Okay, fine. But you can just give me, I'll just find the recipe. Do you remember the really thinly sliced pieces of courgette with, was it like lemon and a little bit of olive oil and black pepper? That was delicious. I don't know. Like that for a starter. Mom's lasagna for my lunch and then mom's apple dumpling, not lunch, dinner, apple dumpling for dessert with custard. How could you have apple dumpling after lasagna? Would you not be stuffed? This is in like a fantasy world where I don't get stuffed, i.e. the real world where I can practically <laughs> eat six courses in a go. Is that your favourite? Do you not find do you not find apple dumpling very starchy? My God, I love it's so stodgy. Starchy. I love it so much. Starchy. Well, it's both starchy and stodgy. Oh, okay. I love it. Okay, I mean, I've definitely I could be there. I could be there with you with the lasagna. I would like a classic carrot cake. Only today I cemented my love for Don. Why we both looked at local supermarket catalogue and in unison on the page with Valentine gifts that were strawberries d- dipped in chocolate, we both went, Ugh, I hate fruit dipped in chocolate. And he You're said, so Me too. Weird about that. He said, Me too. And I was like, This is why we're in love. I remember one summer at Taste of Dublin, that, you know, that, that food festival thing that happens in the Ivy Gardens where you pay like 20 quid to get in. Then you have to change all your money to special Taste of Ireland token money. Sounds brilliant. Called Florence. <laughs> it's actually ridiculous. <laughs> and like everything is, yeah, and everything is a minimum of something like eight euro. It's such a rip. Like it's ridiculous. But anyway, I bought like an eight euro tub of strawberries covered in melted chocolate. Delish. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say you immediately left. Was this for your birthday? You are going off topic rapidly. No, it was in the summer. Oh. Did you ever wish your birthday was a different time of year? Your birthday's in February. Did you ever wish it wasn't in February? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Because when I was a kid, anytime I would try and plan a birthday, mom would be like, oh, yeah, but, you know, it might snow. So we'll always have to bear in mind that it might snow and we might have to cancel. And, like, I feel like in my memory we had to cancel half of my birthdays. And I'm sure that's not true that we only had to cancel one or two. I don't think you ever had to cancel any of them. Well, we definitely had to cancel a couple because I'd get myself into a state of like absolute mania and then have an asthma attack because I'd get so excited about my birthday coming up. I don't know if that's true. Do you I not feel remember like, that? No, I think that maybe yeah. mom and dad were like, you have an asthma attack, but it was more like just nobody accepted the invitation. <laughs> no, I actually genuinely don't remember any asthma attacks, but like, oh God, you could be right. weapon. You could be right. Yeah. There were, I mean, not even an asthma, like, I don't think I ever really got asthma attacks, but I would just get, my asthma would get steadily worse over a couple of days. I would just basically be in a state of absolute excitement, like wouldn't be sleeping or anything. And then I, I would have to cancel it. God, I used to love parties, actually. I used to love my, my birthday, because my birthday is in November. I used to just love, so I never had any of those, but I used to just love like the musical chairs, the rap past the parcel like all the stuff oh, past the parcel all the trouble these parents went to and now I'm basically I like know. here here's some pizza on a sheet pan and there's some other stuff and play some games like it's pretty exhausting I mean I think it is I, I do think I mean I don't know if it's my correct memory but I fairly think like we had our parties they started at three o'clock and I don't think that was like and there's a stop, you know, a hard stop time. It was like whenever the parents, and the parent, a lot of the parents stayed or they came back, you know, at six-ish. Yeah, yeah. But like here, yeah. and maybe this is the same in Ireland, but a lot of the invitations that Nash has gotten, and he's nine now, have been like parties starting at 12 over at one thirty, And it's very oh, odd very to me. Short. Yeah, it's very odd. But actually loads of people now, and maybe this is the wise thing, do parties at the trampoline oh, place. Like or Sky their, Zone. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Which and I then, think is, yeah, yeah. So and then you go, go into time, and then and then you go then into you a side room, or anything. yeah. They go to a side room yeah. and you have pizza. And you, but like, I'm also going. Is that not extremely expensive for like an eight year old's birthday party? Maybe I've got. The it must be really expensive. Attitude. But don't you like? 
If you have a party at home now, isn't it pretty much de rigueur to have gift bags and stuff? Like but fun like, bags when they but leave. But like a fun... Yeah, what I mean... Fun yeah, bags is the yes, wrong term. but like doesn't a fun bag... Oh, well, <laughs> gift bag. A party, a party favour. A party bag. A party but doesn't bag, that yeah. also just have like, here's some tenpenny sweets and, you know, a pencil and whatever. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah, I mean... They're yeah, all yeah, hyper so. by the time like... they leave. You know what I mean? Yeah, God. I mean, I just remember, like from when I was a kid, a lot of the time I just remember parties ending in mayhem. Do you know what I mean? That like ending in either me being in a total grump, like if I was at somebody else's party, especially because you're right. Like if I was at a party and mom had come, she would often be like having a cup of tea and having a bun and just like sitting down and chatting. And I would be not necessarily wanting to go, but definitely like grumpy and tired and ready to go, if you know what I mean. And then we'd be there for ages with her chatting, going like, go back and play in there. And I'd be like, I've eaten too much chocolate. (laughs) I feel well. Well, I just feel bad for Bo, who's seven, who has oh yeah his birthday on the twenty seventh of December, and like obviously many people have their birthdays in awkward you know days and months, and in the entire summer holidays. But yeah. when if we were to do the six, so like people kind of do that six month, your half birthday, and that's when you have your party. Oh yeah, yeah. But then it's still the summer holidays, and everybody's not here as well. Yeah. So I don't really know what to do. So any thoughts on that would be much appreciated. But have you any plans for your upcoming birthday in which you will be 36? No, because there's a pandemic. I mean, if there wasn't a pandemic, I would probably say, let's go for dinner or let's go for it. There's a new place actually that's opened up downtown called Mercado on the Landing. That looks like kind of a Mexican fusion-y place that I saw somebody putting up pictures from today and looked delicious. So I would probably say, let's go somewhere like there, you know, with like a few of us and have dinner and have a few drinks or whatever. But... As it is, I mean, Brandon gave me my birthday present about four weeks ago. So I honestly just think it's going to be a like, morning, happy birthday. So I'm kind of, I'm sort of interested by the fact that like you're about to be 36, not really an important age, but you expect us all to, if it wasn't for a pandemic, you know, get babysitters, go out for dinner with you, have drinks, celebrate the fact that you're 36. Is it a big deal or is it just like, should you just be at home with takeaway, getting a grip? Well, I'm at home with takeaway, getting a grip four nights a week anyway. So I'd like to do something Only four. Special. Only four. Hey, I know what you mean. And like, I think in my 20s, I definitely had a few years where I'd kind of be like, oh, you know, I'm too old to make a big deal now. Whereas now that I'm a bit older, I feel like, like, if I want to do something for my birthday and I invite people and they want to come, great. But I would never mind if somebody just didn't come. You know what I mean? Because they're like, I, you know, I can't get a babysitter or... Sorry, we're not going to make... Like, you don't even have to give an excuse. Sorry, No, no, sorry. I was about it. to say, like, so you, would you actually be totally fine if somebody was just like, hey, I'm not coming, I don't want to? I think so, yeah. Well, it depends on the person. <laughs> if I was like, you go to everything else. Yeah, you what know if what I'm mean? like, I've just... Rosemary, I just don't really feel like it. I'm not coming. How do you feel about that? You don't look delighted. You know, I'm just going suspicious. to say, you just don't look delighted. I would be very suspicious. I'd be like, Beatrice McCabe loves parties, <laughs> loves restaurants, loves drinks in fancy glasses, isn't coming to my birthday dinner. Drinks in for fancy glasses? No- Take a picture of this. <laughs> she's she's currently drinking wine out of a like Frosty the Snowman frosted glass. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Drinks with fancy glasses. But like, you know what I mean? You love you love going out for a cocktail. Last time we went and we got our God, hair I cut on the it. same day, you were like, let's let's just run over here for a glass of wine Excuse outside the patio. Excuse me, you said that. If Don's listening, she forced me to do that, Don. That's why I wasn't back for hours after my curfew. <laughs> <laughs> Your curfew. <laughs> but yeah, I mean... If you turned down an invitation to, I'd be like, something is really wrong. Okay, bad example. Very bad example. If Don turned it down, 
You'd actually just be amazed that he replied to your text message. <laughs> <laughs> I would be so shocked. Oh. So, okay, so so you're going to have... Okay, so what are we going to do then for your 37th birthday when the pandemic will be over? What shall we do? What am I going to do next year for my 37th birthday? Well, I'll be deep. I'll be deep in, in the weeds of wedding planning, Beatrice. Oh, you will. You will. And you have... Let so, me tell you, you have been an extremely easygoing bride so far thanks for taking me up on my offer yes thanks for taking me up on my offer to be your wedding planner which was immediately rebuffed without even any reflection which insulted me (laughs) literally we were talking about this last week and you were saying how it's mad how people just suddenly think that they could become like homeschoolers even though they've never studied teaching and i was saying it's mad that you think you can be a wedding rosemary i studied i literally (laughs) work on planning and product development all the time i work on calendars and coordination that is my My job my wedding is not a product it's an event and Don an is occasion. an event. Don is an event expert. Oh, that's actually true. Yes. Yeah, maybe Don could be my wedding. Forget planner. it. You'd actually. He'd be so mean to you. He'd be so mean. <laughs> he would never this write back to my stupid. text. And like, yeah, this is stupid. I'd be like, Don, Don, what do you think about this? Ignored. What do you think about this? Like, you know, <laughs> sending you a link. Maybe we could do something like this. Ignored. Oh my god, totally ignored. And then afterwards, total denial that you he ever received the link. I sent it to you. I didn't get it. I sent it. Or or. I spent ages, for example, looking for a dining room table. I finally today sent him the links for the fifth time. This is gross. Is this is this the white one with the chunky legs? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that one either, really. I sent him a variety of white tables. Oh. To choose from. Why white? Because the room is, the house is all wood. Oh, so yeah, it's very okay. dark. So you. we have a wooden table and it just, it's very heavy. So we need something yeah, to like break up the space. To brighten it up. Yeah. You know what, though? Speaking of wedding planning, which I suppose is a tenuous link to parties, it's a party of sorts. I now understand how easy it is to get carried away with the idea of having a, you know, to get like to kind of steamroll yourself down the road of having a traditional wedding through nobody's influence, because nobody in my life was going, oh, you have to have it in a in in an event space. You have to wear a wedding dress. You have to wear this. And literally, I was only engaged about two weeks Mm -hmm. and I had like... 10 days like meeting with a wedding planner Mm -hmm. and I had all these like massive wedding gowns saved to my like Instagram saved collections and then it was only when you were like what are you doing like you've never wanted a traditional wedding I don't think you'd like that why don't you just do something more more low-key that I was really annoyed at the time and then I don't think I said that I just more I don't think I said don't do that it was more like no 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 it was more like hey you are not going to enjoy this day because also with it being in America the bulk of the guests, if you do a 200 person get, like wedding or 100 person, as you were initially discussing, is going to be not yeah, your or not, just going to not be the your friend show. Yeah. And then you're going to be exhausted and raging at the end of it all when you just want to kick up your heels with your girlfriends and your, your family. Actually, have to say, sorry, Liam, our producer, is excellent at birthday gifting. Liam's an excellent like gifter. At, excellent at gifting. He is an excellent gifter. But birthdays as well, like Christmas is kind of. I, like I don't mean to say easy but like the date is easy do you know what I mean you're like you're never going to forget it but he never forgets birthdays either and I always forget Kevin his birthday and never every year for, my I'm friend like, Kevin remembers that. literally the most random people's birthdays he remembers them all what was the worst birthday I have to say that again what was the worst birthday <laughs> present you ever received <laughs> I actually have no idea I don't think I can remember any of my birthday presents well obviously it doesn't matter what we get you no, well, I mean, like, I don't think I've ever got a gift and thought, oh, that was terrible. This is a terrible gift. Except for that juicy couture watch that my ex-boyfriend gave me as a joke. 
I got and a beautiful, like, beautiful green necklace from my parents for my 40th, which immediately snapped in two and needs to be fixed. I only discovered the other day. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I, I supervised the purchase of that. Can't beautiful. believe it snapped. Yeah, the chain just broke. Oh, my God, raging. Then I was thinking about, I remember when I was in France in secondary school, we went for like a two week break and it was over my, my birthday and the, we stayed with like guest families, you know. Oh, was it Wales or France? I can't remember, like interchangeable. Foreign languages. And anyway. They speak English in we Wales. We were in a Welsh speaking household. That was the whole point. Okay, Clan fine. for go go. Clan for go go gok. Anyway, and I remember on the day of my birthday, that woman of the mother of the house came in to me with a parcel, like a little present from mom of two books. And I opened it and I was just like, two books. <laughs> you bitch. I know. And now I'm like, how nice of her, how thoughtful she, rem- like, that she thought that to send a present. I know, what an absolute knob. I think I just was really hating it. I was I was not very good at being away from home at that point in my life. Then I was thinking about when I turned 30, when Julie and I turned 30, because her birthday is on October the 12th and my birthday is on November the 3rd, we decided, we were living in New York, we were single and living the high life, and we decided that we would Mark our thirtieth birthday. I thought the whole thing was that I thought the whole thing was that you weren't single, and your then boyfriend was annoyed that she bought you a ring. Well, what I mean is unmarried. We were like unmarried, as in we were, you know, relatively single. I was going out with this guy for like, oh yeah, a year at this point, and we decided that we would mark this milestone birthday by going to Tiffany's and getting ourselves a ring in a little blue box for each other, and it was real to Tiffany's. Mm -hmm. Jesus. You don't, you have such notions about yourself. You weren't going to like mark your birthday by going to IHOP for a nice brunch. No, no, no. I absolutely had notions. I mean, now, now take my life. I mean, I look, I'm constantly covered in cat and dog hair. I'm like, yes, this was, these were the days. Anyway, we bought, we went and we picked out these rings. One for, you know, obviously we picked out our own rings and then we bought them for each other. A Paloma Picasso ring. And we were delighted with ourselves. And we, we, we talked a lot about like how this was independence and this was, you know, it marked and, and we were going to do the same because these are stackable rings. We were like, when we turn 40 now, we buy each other this, the next one. Ha ha ha. No, we didn't. We're like, we've all got kids. We've got like whatever. We've got actual other responsibilities. We were like, when we're 50 now and these kids have moved out, we'll actually get ourselves the next ring in the set. And anyway, right, we've got mortgages now. We've got all the boring stuff. We've got bills and like roofs that are caving in, etc. Anyway, so we bought ourselves these rings. Little did we know this was going to actually be the demise of my relationship. My boyfriend at the time was so outraged. My French boyfriend was so outraged that anybody other than he would deign to put a ring on his girlfriend's finger. And we were like, well, you know, these are this. We're giving each other a ring. If you want to give me a ring, it's fine. No, I will give the ring. You will not give a ring. It is a a man's place in a relationship. It is not appropriate for you to give the ring. There were these. And I remember we were in Italy at the time. We were in Italy like the week running up to my birthday and there were these long phone calls where he was just getting more and more irate and you don't understand and like this is not appropriate and this is my place and you're my girlfriend and all this kind of stuff and I was like this guy I mean he's very nice but I'm just like I don't think this is the man for me this is just such a a nut conversation but sorry also if he wanted to buy you a ring what was stopping him well that's exactly what I said but it wasn't an engagement ring he wanted to buy it was just a ring right and I was like, hey, I've got like actually eight fingers and two thumbs. You can happily buy me a ring. I'll wear them both at once. Oh no God. problem. For a second, I was like, eight fingers. What happened to your other <laughs> <fingers?"> <laughs> But I was totally delighted. I was like, you know, and also 
you can take a ring off and put another ring on the next day. Like you can change your rings out. It was just the most ridiculous. He, he got rings all, on all your fingers and, and even, bells on your toes. And look, he'd be delighted today. I've got no rings on. Because my fingers... Where's your engagement ring? Uh, my engagement ring is too small for me after I got it sized down. They they uh, uber sized it down. It has to be oh. sized back up on my chubby fingers. Oh, I'm not as thin as I was. Anyway, he came to the brunch with mom and dad and mom and dad, mom was just like, I don't know what's wrong with him. Like, he's, you know, I re- she liked him. But she was like, oh, he's very yeah, grumpy. Yeah, really he was like super silent and super sulky. He was very sulky for the whole brunch. And then we broke up and then he called me up and invited me for dinner kind of two weeks later. He's like, I think we need, we still haven't resolved this. We need to talk. So I turn up for dinner in this really cool place around the corner from my apartment and he's sitting there and he goes, I'm ready for you to apologize. <laughs> didn't for once in my life I did not I was well, like I was gonna no, say sorry. because like if honestly I think if that was me I would have been like oh sorry no I was like what am I apologizing for the fact that you didn't want to buy me a ring so you didn't oh do you know what I was actually thinking was the worst birthday present I ever got it was from my Italian boyfriend the one who told me that I needed more mousse in the back of my hair to curl it <laughs> right was this when was this when he gave you the whole the whole like ham hock Oh, no, 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 no that's what he brought in his suitcase, right? If you that wasn't even a metaphor <laughs> to Ireland to wow the family with, um, not like you know, you would think you couldn't outdo yourself if you gave somebody an amazing La Perla paper bag on their birthday and like said, "Hey, open oh. this when I'm gone home," and you open it, there's a big fucking Aaron sweater in it. Sorry, I should say a tiny Aaron sweater that didn't even fit me. Not that you, you, yes, I mentioned you talked that. about this on our breakup yes, episode. But it's not that. Oh, not that. No, I remembered oh. afterwards there was actually a birthday present that he gave me, and he goes, he goes, hey, I wanted to get you something, you know, and he gives me this little box, and I was like, oh my god, it was so more. I was so mortified. I was such a nerd. I was so mortified by the fact that he gave me a piece of jewelry. I was like, oh my god, and I opened it. It was a World Wildlife Federation piece of jewelry, right? They do little necklaces with animals on the end of them, like little gold animals. And it was a hippopotamus, right? (laughs) (laughs) And they all have a meaning. And this one was... That has a very clear meaning. Yeah, I know. Well, that's what I thought. But it was ti voglio bene, which means I want good things for you. Like, I like you. Like, if you're in in Italy, if you're going out with somebody, you'd be like, oh, ti voglio bene. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, I like him. He's grand. Like, ti amo is I love you, right? Oh, Oh. ti voglio... Ti voglio bene. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, we're not dating. We're not, we're not serious. It's very sex and city. Like, we're not official. Like, we're not exclusive, you know? So, a hippo, ti voglio bene. Really? Did I break up with him? No. I put it on and wore it for about two years, Rosemary. I know. What the hell? Do you still have it? Yes, I do. Upstairs somewhere. I think I just kept it to remind myself. Never again let somebody call you a hippo. Don't let anyone put Never a hippo around your neck. World Wildlife Federation jewellery from somebody you love. You're going to, have to take a picture of that we can put it on the Instagram. I just couldn't believe it. I know. The hippo. Where'd you get that? My boyfriend gave it to me. <laughs> what would you, like, say if your birthday was next week and there was no pandemic, what would you like to do? Just have a party. I'd love to have a party. I would love to. No, do you know what? I'm going to postpone it till March or April. I'm going to have a your big outdoor party. Hmm? Till your kids are 16. No, I'm going to have a big, I've never had a housewarming. I'm just going to, I'm, I'm this year, I'm just going to have a big party. 
assuming or maybe oh. next year but as soon as i can i'm having a massive party and if you're not going to get married in my back garden next year you're having a massive party because it's going to be called my wedding That's no you said you're not getting married in my garden so if you're not getting married in my garden i am getting catering i am getting a drive-up pizza truck i am having people swimming excuse, in the pool excuse me i am having excuse a party me. the latest plan the latest plan i shared with you was that we were going to have brunch get married in city hall and then come back to your house for a big party so uh, with, well, you said like Travis a couple of people but here's what i'm gonna no, do no, here's, everybody here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna wait till you have finalized the date of your wedding and then i'm gonna have a massive party the week before <laughs> <laughs> i mean that would actually i like i think you'd be fine you'd be like two parties oh Great. my god i'd be fine with that it's more like i'm gonna make sure all these people come over from ireland and then they'll be like oh we've got to go home <laughs> No, mom and dad are here Nobody's for three months. Nobody's coming over from Ireland for your no, for your garden party. Excuse me, please. how dare you? It's, I'm going to make sure there's some slebs at it. Slebs in Fort Wayne. Yeah. Rosemary McCabe. At that point, you'd have seventy thousand followers. <laughs> well, yes. At the rate they're growing at the moment, I think I'll reach seventy thousand by the year 2062. So we, oh. have, we have that to look forward to. Oh, excellent. So, <laughs> what would you? What gift would you like for your birthday now? Since you're in lockdown and you've you've knitted your heart out and actually owe you some Venmo, what would you? I owe you some Venmo. It's probably not a young person's way of talking. I owe you some Venmo. I <laughs> <You know>. will <laughs> write you a check on Venmo. What would I really like for my birthday? I honestly have everything I could want. Oh. I know. I mean, I do, there's, there's nothing that I really... I do, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, like there's nothing that I really... Well, we know. We, re- we, read your, we read your spending <laughs> diaries. We know you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. There's nothing that I particularly... Wait till uh, you see. ...have seen and go, I really, really want that. Wait till everybody sees what I've gotten you for your birthday. Oh my God, I can't wait to see. It is a gold... Hippopotamus. No, it is a gold-plated, banshee-slaying steak. This has been Not Without My Sister, a podcast presented by two, sis- two Irish sisters living in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Beatrice, where can people follow you online if, if they want to? <laughs> Don't know why they would. On my Instagram website at Beatrice McCabe with an A in my Mac. <laughs> I'm at Rosemary McCabe with an A in my Mac and you can find the podcast on Instagram at Not Without My Sister. You can email us notwithoutmysis at gmail.com if you have any suggestions, questions, queries or comments that you wish to make about this or any episode. You'll get full episodes on Tuesdays, mini-sodes on Fridays and if you have two seconds and you could give us a review on iTunes it would be very, 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 very much appreciated. However caveat we would like to ask for five stars not an excellent review and one star <laughs> as we have we're, we, we obviously are going to have to do some some reiteration of this fact trust me yes yes five stars only please thank you so much for listening bye bye not without my sister is produced by liam garrity sound and original music by don kirkland and our original illustration is by Lindsay nielsen Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren, the home of great Irish podcasts. As is my podcast, Meet Your Maker. You'll find more great shows at thewarren.ie.